This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. So start off, there was a bus driver who has taken a group of uh, senior citizens <coughs> who are driving somewhere, and all of a sudden someone taps the driver on the shoulder and says, Driver, want some peanuts? The driver says, Peanuts? Sure, take some peanuts. And they give him some peanuts, starts to eat the peanuts. 20 minutes later, he has a tap on the shoulder. Driver, want some peanuts? He says, no, I don't want to take away all your peanuts. No, it's okay, we've got plenty. Okay, sure. Take some peanuts. 20 minutes later, he gets a tap on the shoulder. Driver, you want some peanuts? Listen, I really don't want to take all your peanuts. Thank you very much. He says, no, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't even, uh, we don't even like peanuts. He says, really? You don't like peanuts? So then why do you have so many peanuts? We love the chocolate. So, sometimes in life, not everything appears to be the way it seems in the beginning. And only later does it uh, become become uh, apparent to what is really going on. So, this is Pasha, Pasha is way, you know, every, every Pasha is special, but this is a, a even though among the special Pashas, a really special Pasha of Kabbalah Satayah. And we have the, the Sashadibis, known properly, really, I believe, as the, as the 13 Commandments. The, you know, maybe 10 utterances, but the, the 13 commandments, I believe, some say it's 14, but we'll go with 13. What's the order of, what's the order of the Sersa Divas? So the different opinions of Rikanti writes that the order of the Sersa Divas is the order of importance and the order of difficulty. And therefore, coming to the last one of Leis Tachmaid, do not be jealous, is perhaps the most difficult. So much so that a person would be willing to be over the first nine and, and then be over the tenth one, if that's what it takes. That's how strong Lay Sachman is. The, the jealousy is very, very strong. Now, what is the issue of jealousy? So the Rambam, the Rambam learned that the issue of jealousy is you see somebody have something and you desire it and you take action about it. Your friend has a, has a bike, nice bike. You want the bike? You go with him, how much is a bike? All right, pay 100 bucks for it. I'll give you 110 for the bike. No, it's my 120. No, 150. No, okay. I'll sell you 150. That would be the issue of the rice of Okay, we can relate to that. The guy has a bike. You were fine, you need a bike. Now you see with the bike, you want the bike. That would be the issue of the rice of other Mishraim, the Ben Ezra and others, write that's not the Isra of Leisachmed. They're a very frightening thing. The Isra of Leisachmed is you see somebody has something, you desire it, that's it. You didn't do anything. You didn't say anything, you didn't, you didn't plot, you didn't plan, you didn't uh, scheme, nothing. You see a friend has a nice bike, you want that bike, because he has that bike, that would be the Isra of Leisachmed. Now, this is very, very frightening. How is it possible not to be able to this her? If a person has eyes, that's it. There's, there's no, there's no way around it. So the basic lady says, imagine somebody. I'll modernize his example that he gives. Imagine somebody stringing a line across uh, Niagara Falls, and he's walking on a tightrope. He's got the long stick, the balancing stick, and he's walking on the tightrope. You see, it's your friend, and you start calling out his name. You know, Harold, Harold. And Harold doesn't reply. 
Are you going to get upset? So you have to think, is Harold ignoring me? Is Harold very busy and that's why he's ignoring me? The answer is Harold is not ignoring you. Harold doesn't even hear you. Because Harold right now has one task in mind, and that is, make sure my next foot is placed properly. And when he's done with that task, he's got another foot. And he's got to make sure... It's not the fact he's ignoring you. He doesn't even hear you. Says the base of the lady, because Baruch gave us the Torah, he told us like Sachmet, that's it. We would be so frightened and so nervous about following Hashem's mitzvahs that we wouldn't even think of being jealous of somebody else. Okay. What about the other 99.9% of us that uh, this doesn't work for? And, uh, you know, it's very nice to walk a tightrope, but we don't really feel that way with, with a Yiddishkeit that if we do one of very good like that, perhaps we should, something to strive for, but why, sir, we live in a, in a world of reality. How are we supposed to approach this? So, the Ibn Ezra says as follows, the famous thing, the, the Mizrahi says the same thing, that if there will be a peasant farmer, and he sees a princess walk by, he would not desire to marry her. What's the fact he wouldn't desire to marry her? She's probably a beautiful lady. She's probably very wealthy. She has a lot of power. Why would this peasant would change his whole life, his whole trajectory, his whole future? Of course he would want to marry her. Says Ibn Ezra, he wouldn't want to marry her because he knows it's impossible. He has absolutely no connection to her. And therefore, because he has no connection, he's not even jealous. And he brings the muscle of a bird. He said, you see a bird flying. No one's jealous of a bird flying because we know. That's a bird, that's me, and I, I have no connection. And therefore, I'm not jealous of the bird. So very nice. And this way, we're not jealous of people because we see what other people have. Everyone has their tafkid. <coughs> a coach who gives them what they need. A coach gives me what I need. And if I'm going to have what you have, it's just an extra thing to carry. And therefore, we're not jealous. Now this child worked for me for many years. Until, when I started teaching, and I would start to give out a sheet that I call, Tell Rebbe About Yourself. I have a bunch of questions on there, and this way I can get to know the kids in my class. And the last question was always the same question. I wish I could, and it's a blank. So it says the thing about your family, what you like to do, your hobbies, what you care, where you live, where you come to go to sleep, what you eat for breakfast, if you eat breakfast, stuff like that. And the last question was always, I wish I could. Now sometimes you get very sad answers. I wish I could. I wish I could spend more time with my father. Well, I wrote different things. Every year, at least half the class writes the same thing. I wish I could fly. You went to my class, I didn't know. I wish I could fly. So the first time I saw that, so the first time I saw that, I finally got along with the one of the kids and said, I can tell you, how can you write this? David Ezra says it's not true. <laughs> okay, so I'm, 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 I'm smarter than that. But I was wondering, what's the threat? What's the threat? David Ezra says it's an And yet, every, it's still true today. Half the class, I wish I could fly. So what's the threat? Probably have my adults as well. Yeah, yeah, probably. But they're, they're probably too uh, smart enough not to write it. They're seeing... Saying they see comic books, fiction, uh, fictional characters that look like humans that are flying, and they see that as a superhero. No, he's saying I wish it were in my. Kids, kids are different. So no, they see people flying. So now it's not only birds. 
So let's see how life works. 200 years ago, you go to a village, and you look and you observe, and you see two very, very close friends. They do everything together. They shoot together, they dab together, play together, mischief together, everything together. They grow up. One of them, one Ruben, one Shimon. I forget the names, one and two. <laughs> and I always mix up the names. <laughs> they see, and number one makes the chasna. You're both getting engaged. Number one makes the chasna. A chasna, 12 people show up for the chasna. They each get a piece of hair, maybe some wine. That's it. They say, Master, they dance. Very lovely, beautiful chasna. The other person, two weeks later, makes the chasna. The whole town shows up. And they have waiters, they have a whole beautiful finishing a suit, all the special, everything, you know, the works. And yet, the guy who had the, the chasna with the, with the hair, he's not jealous of his friend. How's that possible? Terence says, this guy who had the small chasna, his father is a wood chopper. He chops for the woods very hard. His grandfather was a wood chopper, and he worked very hard. And this kid knows very well that he's going to be a wood chopper. And he knows his kid is also going to be a wood chopper. That's it. His friend, his friend's father was a wealthy landowner. His friend's grandfather was a wealthy landowner. And he knows very well that he's going to be a wealthy landowner. And his kids, they lived a very, very different life. And they weren't jealous because he knew it's not Shaykh. There's nothing to do with me. There's no way in the world I'll ever be a wealthy landowner. It doesn't change. And that's how the world worked for thousands of years. Oh. To go from one class to another almost didn't exist. Today, today, you can have somebody, not to, 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 to put down any profession, so call it a wood chopper still. You can have someone who is a wood chopper, and his kid, let's say he goes to school, he becomes an attorney, becomes a pharmacist, he goes into construction, opens up a shoe store, sells on Amazon, Anything, anything, and you're also a very wealthy guy. It doesn't matter what your father did, what your uncle did, what your grand, nothing. Remember, nobody is limited by anything today. Today, everything is open to you. They left out the saying, don't tell me not to reach for the stars when there are footprints on the moon. That's it. I can do anything. There are no limits. That's a beautiful thing. There are no limits. We tell people everyone's a big tzaddik. Everybody can strive for anything. Everybody can, you can accomplish whatever you set your mind to. It's a very nice message. But, but there's a down part to that message. And that is, I understand. I, I, I started an Amazon company, and so did he, and yet this guy's driving around, he's got his own plane, mm-hmm. and, and then the chase car is calling all the time, and my, my car doesn't work anymore. <laughs> what, what happened? Where did God mess up? That, that, that's, that's what it is, right? In other words, there's no reason anymore. Why should he be successful on me? I, I got him better than him. I do everything better than him. Ask me, I'll tell you. I do everything better than him. And yet, somebody's more successful. And this, this inbred thing that we had, that I'm happy in my class, meaning my, my, that, 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 that doesn't exist anymore. I can tell you that this poor person who had 12 people by his chasna with the herring, if the other poor guy had 12 people by his class with the hairy, but each guy got a cracker, then he'd be jealous. Then he'd be jealous. My father cuts wood just as well as him. Why do you get a cracker on me? But the jealousy of the rich guy is completely different. Looking at the rich guy and then looking at the bird to fly. Today, 
I don't want to say Chashmah, the, the, the Rishonah didn't imagine what today. But this is a mice of 50 years. That's it. Yeah. It's a mice of 50 years that this is like this way, maybe even 40. That, that you can do whatever you want. And we see it works. We see people. No shock is a father, there's nothing at all, suddenly guys, who's that much money? And it's very nice, the stock is beautiful. But that thing, that inhibition, doesn't exist anymore. And now we are left with a shayla of how do we deal with Eisachmoid? Because the idea of Eisachmoid lady, whatever, if you want to deal with that, I'd like to speak to you later, you can teach it to me. <laughs> if you're like everybody else, and I'm supposed to look at you like a bird, I can tell you, you're recording this, obviously, said, I, 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 years ago, a friend of mine was telling me, there was a tool that maybe there was a certain movie actress, she become a Guyarist, uh, I wish she becomes a Guyarist, I'd marry her. So what do you have your mind? First of all, she's not becoming yours, and she's a disgusting whatever it is. And if she did, why would she marry you? But, but the fact that you're even thinking this way, <coughs> what happened to the, to the Ibn Ezra of the peasant farmer with the king? What happened to that? The answer is, it doesn't exist anymore. So we are left, sort of rudderless, without any other story telling us, what do we do? How do we deal with lay Sachmoid in such a situation? So, I'm saying, you know, if you go to the to the bundle colony today, if you want to say a bundle colony anymore, to, oh, yeah. you go up to the states, <laughs> go up 40 years ago, right? If you if the bundle was standing, everything was great. Who had air conditioning? <coughs> Who had air conditioning? All of a sudden, what happened? One guy got air conditioning. Make sure the electricity was running to, to support air conditioning. The next year, everyone had air conditioning. <laughs> you didn't need it until then, until someone has got it, and now you need it. And that's how these things work. The saying goes, today's luxuries are tomorrow's necessities, right? Or your, luxu- your luxuries that you're tied for are your kids' necessities, right? That's, you know, baseline uh, budgeting doesn't work uh, the way it's supposed to work anymore. So what are we supposed to do? What's, what's in the halak to do? So see, there's two ways that we, uh, we can look at it. One is a simple way, is to realize how destructive being jealous is. How destructive being jealous is? Do you want to tell us? Jealousy is so bad that even that the Gemara tells us in Shabbos in Kufnan uh, um, uh, Beis on Beis that even after somebody dies that neither doesn't go away and their bowls will rot from jealousy. That means even after we leave here we will still keep that need of jealousy. So it's not such a good need to have. But the other way is like this is to increase our, our, our betachin to increase our trust in Hashem. We know Hashem created us to give us pleasure. Hashem created us to give us pleasure. Hashem wants us to be like Him to, 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 uh, to give us pleasure. We know the Mishnah tells in Prichyavis that there are three things Maitzinus, Adam, and Aylam. Akima, Kaviv, Atayra, Maitzinus, Adam, and Aylam. What does that mean? Is it true? Jealous people don't die? People run after cover, they die? Like no one over the age of 13 is seeking cover because they're all dead? What, what happened to the Mishnah? So if Dessler explains, Akina, a Taiva, Kavar, and Sinas means, Hashem says, I created a beautiful, perfect world. If you're going to run after Kina, you're taking yourself out of the world that I created, out of the beautiful world, and now you're going to be stuck <coughs> in the Kinnah world. My Sinas it's a hey idea, from the world that Hashem created, a beautiful world, a world of pleasure. But if you're going to have Kina, you're taking yourself out of the world, and now you're putting yourself into the rat race, and you're never going to be happy in such a world. And it applies with Kinnah, it doesn't work. 
how bad could jealousy get? So the Major Shmuel, when Pekiyahu says, so one more example he gives, imagine two people did a, a, a chesed for the king. And the king wanted to reward them. So back to one and two. But number two did more than number one. So the king says to number one, I will give you whatever you request. Whatever you desire, I'll give you. Whatever, whatever, no limits, whatever you want. Think about it. Then he turns to number two and he says, whatever he gets, you'll get double. So number one hears this, he says, okay, I want a, I want a big house. Not a problem. He has two houses. No, wait, 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 change that. I want, I want a plane. Not a problem. He gets two planes. No, forget it. I want a million dollars. Fine. He gets in a... He was very frustrated. He didn't know what to do. Says the measures, what do you do? Knock out one of my eyes. If you knock out one of my eyes, they knock out two of his. Oh, now he's happy. So think about this guy now. He's walking around one eye, and he's all excited. Why is he so happy? <laughs> he can't see. Could you imagine? He could have taken two planes, two cars, and, and that's it. And let the other guy, who cares what he has? That's, that's what Kin is. That's what Taiva is. And if we think we're not that idiot, every year in my class, I come inside with a bag of lollipops. And I say, everybody here, anybody here want lollipops? Everybody wants lollipops. Okay. Everyone can get two lollipops. I need someone to give it out. Everyone raise hand. Oh, I forgot one thing. Whoever gives it out only gets one. <laughs> Every hand goes down. Nobody wants to give it out. You're going to get a lollipop. If I wouldn't have said anything, you'd get zero. And, and, and every year, sometimes it happens, someone will give it out because he thinks afterwards it's a game, he's going to get it. But that? nobody even wants to stand to give it out because why should you get two, you get two, and I only get one? That's what we live with. Because I'd rather get less than get a lot, but you get more than me. We see how, 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 how to what extreme Kina goes. If you take something to its extreme, it's easier to combat it. Because no one looks at themselves as extreme. No one looks at themselves as an idiot. But when, you, when it's played out this way, like, would we ever get our eye knocked out? So someone, we would never do that. Or we think we would never, we would never do that. So just some ideas of, 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 of to fight against it. There's a very nice saying. People want to feel on the inside like others look on the outside. People want to feel on the inside like others look on the outside. Which means you go around and see somebody, he's happy, he has this, he's going there, he's traveling here, he has everything. And you're jealous. You should know. To the other guy, you're the other guy. Right? To the other guy, you're the other guy. <laughs> and the way you're looking at him, he's looking right back at you. And he's like, well, you got this, you got this, and you're going, you got this, you got this. So it's on the outside, he looks great. You know, today it's easier to have everyone has their, everyone's posting all the pictures and everything. So you have a picture of a perfect apple, but you don't see the other side where it was bitten into and it's rotten. Anyway, <laughs> if there would be an app that shows, every time you send a picture, it automatically shows the 45 seconds before that picture. And the 45 seconds after the picture, they all go out of business. Nobody wanted to see it. You know, perfect family vacation. <laughs> and, and a minute before that picture, you did to those kids. You don't move, you stand there. And when the picture's finished, they're killing each other. And what do you send out? Everyone's killing each other. You send out the picture of everyone smiling and happy. How come I don't have that? Everybody wants to feel on the inside like the other person looks on the outside. <coughs> the first remember is, feel on your inside like the other person. But you know what? We actually see this in Davani. 
Nobody should be jealous of me. For I shouldn't be jealous of anyone. Now, I understand the part, I should not be jealous of anyone. So it's terrible to be jealous of others. I doubt it. Hashem, help me. I shouldn't be jealous. What's the first part? I doubt it and no one should be jealous of me. Where do we have such a thing? I doubt it that uh, no one should... Uh, I don't even doubt no one should steal from me. And I'm effective. Why should I doubt it? You know, you doubt it not to be jealous of me. Then maybe you're judged, maybe? And I'll, I'll, I'll I should be jealous of you. So the partial explanation is, don't lead a life that will cause others to be jealous of you. Don't gouge out the guy's eye. You have to go and show off what you have. Don't make other people jealous of you. But I was thinking, sometimes a person is so jealous and so frustrated, and sometimes, I'm very, not so, often, understandably, jealous of others. I'm not really jealous of you. Who's jealous of me? And why shouldn't I be jealous? Why shouldn't I be jealous? So as we start diving, the first part is we don't say no one, we don't dive no one should be jealous of me. Because what do I have? On the inside I have nothing. And I wish I had this, I wish I had that. Who's jealous of me? So our first part of the fear is, should I sell a kiss or my Hashem? No one should be jealous of me. I think, really? I am diving that people shouldn't be jealous of me. That means there are people who are jealous of me? I have something that someone else would want to have? I say right that I have to dive in, that you shouldn't be jealous of me? Wow. Once I reach that understanding, that akara, then I can say, I shouldn't be jealous of somebody else. But realize that you have, to the other guy, you're the other guy. And that helps us a little, that you look at someone else with a jealous, you should realize that you also have. And in fact, in fact, we see the Mamash in the Pasuk. Very interesting. So the Pasuk Pasuk says, Leisachmoid, don't be jealous of friend's house, the Sachman Aishra, your friend's wife, Vaavde is servant, Vamasai is maid, the Shayra is ox, the Khamari is donkey, the Khala Shayacha. Alright, put this into our language. Don't be jealous of your friend's house, your friend's house, your friend's car, your friend's vacation, and, and, and don't be jealous of his posts, basically. Now the terror is very cheap on its words. The terror is very careful. Something doesn't fit over here. Even the terrorist should say, itemize it, an itemized bill. Don't be jealous of your friend's house, your friend's car, your friend's business, your friend's vacations, your friend's kids. That's it. All the Pasuk should say, everything your friend has. Why don't we first itemize it, and then say, and everything. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's extra. So, Rabbi Shaf and Satan loves, loves, that's how he says as follows. When you look at someone and you're jealous, you see, let's just take an example. Wow, the person always just on vacation. You're always traveling. Okay, I'm jealous. You start to check, you know, you find out. You know why he's always traveling? Because his house situation, the place is messed up. And he can never be home. He's always traveling. All of a sudden, uh, the jealousy comes out a little. Uh, that person, wow, he gets to, uh, he gets to leave school every Tuesday. That's not fair. Yeah, because he has to go for therapy every Tuesday because his brain's not working out. Whatever it is. All of a sudden, you know, now you have the whole story. You get a bigger picture. Says the son of You're jealous of Beis Reyecha, of Eishas Reyecha, of Avdei, of Amasa, of Shereich, of Nare, of Chola It's a package deal. 
chances are if you put the whole tekel on the table and he puts his tekel on the table, you'll take your own back. You're not interested anymore. And that's what the Pasuk said. Built into the Pasuk is for our generation of how to do Loi Sachmoid. And that is, look at the whole big picture. You have no idea what's going on. Let me tell you how far this goes. Three years ago, four years ago, in Yomot, in Yishayim, it's still there today, a very, very large girls' school. Very well run, very professional, beautiful school. And they have every year, two days before Purim, they have a masquerade party. But they have one very, very strict rule. The costume can't be bought. It has to be homemade. They don't want, all of a sudden, you know, you're going to buy one, you're going to buy a better one, and you're going to, it's not going to work, jealousy, homemade. Okay, your mother knows how to sew better, it'll be a little better. If not, then uh, you're wearing an upside down pot or whatever it is. <laughs> VAM, in the third grade, all the girls are coming in, they're all excited, they're coming in, and all of a sudden, one of the girls comes inside, and she's wearing a airline stewardess uniform. A perfect stewardess uniform. She's a long, Shaped the long, long hair, and the, the, the wings over here, and high heel shoes, and the blue thing, it's everything. And the girls are all looking at the wow, amazing. And after the first few minutes of being amazed, they became jealous. Well, you don't want to buy something. There's no way in the world your mother made that. You can't bring it in. So, ah, don't worry, Mora's coming in. And once the Mora comes inside, she's going to get it. And also they felt better, because she's going to get in trouble. Sure enough, the mother comes inside. She looks at everyone's costume. Wow, very nice. Admiring it. And then she sees this girl with the costume. She makes a beeline over to the girl. She starts to touch the, the shaitan. She's touching the pin. And she, just, you look exactly like an airline stewardess. Where are you going? I'm ready to go fly now. Amazing. Unbelievable. And the other girl looks. She goes, Pop, pop. She goes, what are you doing? It's beautiful. Honor. Amazing. Let's start class. What do you mean? That? <laughs> she goes, you know, one second. She goes, she picks up the phone, and she calls the principal. And the girl says, oh, fine, but now, now she's going to go. <laughs> and she goes, she calls her, you got to come to class, look what she... So the principal comes to the classroom, she comes inside, she looks at all the beautiful costumes, and the teacher points to this girl, and the principal goes over to her, starts looking, and again, wow, amazing, I, I figured out a plane, so where are we going? We're traveling to New York, where are we going? And the girl smiling, you can't imagine, and the other girls are looking around. Mom is jealous. They start class. By recess, a few girls come over to the teacher and say, famous words, it's not fair. It's not fair. Mom, it's not fair. And she says, a smart teacher, is that not fair? Is that not fair? Famous evil words. And she says, and she says, I don't speak to you about other girls. That's it. End of conversation. A few weeks later, they didn't realize the whole time this girl, her attendance in class was diminishing. It was only when they found out later this little girl had cancer. And she started chemotherapy. And she refused to come to school because she was losing her hair. And this day was an opportunity she can come because she can get away with wearing a wig. And they didn't realize that a few weeks later she talked because she didn't make it. She didn't make it. Now, again, what they spoke to the girls, we on their level. But let's say they were older. In retrospect, would any one of them want to switch places with her? To wear that beautiful costume? Nobody would have wanted it, knowing what they knew then, knowing what they knew later, that she was sick. But before they knew that, they were all jealous. Why were they jealous? Because they didn't know 
the whole story. They wouldn't have v'chol asher leracha. If they wouldn't have v'chol asher leracha, it would have been a different thing. Do we think there's any person around like that? Like, well, that person, him Hashem made perfect. Everyone else, we all messed up. There's no such thing. Every person has their tafkid, and Kosh gives you exactly the tools you need. Could you imagine a painter being jealous of, of the, the carpenter because he has a hammer? Or the, 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 the carpenter being jealous of the painter because he has a paintbrush? Not fair, the painter has no such thing. But could you imagine the painter having to walk around with a hammer? Well, it's extra. You don't want that tool. And that is what the Prophet is telling us. The person wants to live a comfortable life, a good life, a happy life. Yes, he can say, don't be jealous. And we're going to mess up the whole time. But at least intellectually we should realize the and additionally remember, we want to feel on the inside where other person looks on the outside. If we see the whole package, chances are we'll be very happy with our own peckle. Wow, that was amazing. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.